1: Birthday was good. Yeah, birthday, birthday was really. Is this, cool. a big, this wasn't a big one no, because mommy, you and I are like practically like, the same age. I right? feel like every year you get after forty is a gift. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's right. We'll take take it. So I think, I think it is. is. are always big ones. Uh, no, this was, it was it was great. We um, uh, some of the the cast from uh, the Werewolf of oh, yeah? London took me to uh, we went to End Zone, did some karaoke, old and stomping grounds. Yeah. Yes. Um, we got there. Did you go by my old house? And it was... Yeah, I did. <laughs> I went by your old house. Pissed in the yard? I was like, yeah, it's like old times. <laughs> uh, no, so we uh, we did some karaoke and stuff. We got there at like 10.30, 10.45. Oh. And the fucking list of singers was like 39. Oh, days. I hate when that happens. So I got like one in. They, I finally got up to sing at like midnight. What'd like you do? 12.45. Yeah. For your big I day. Did, I did Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> really? By, Lemos. by Lemos. Yeah. Yeah, that was... That, It's so weird because I have a large catalog of songs that I'll do. Yeah. But the moment I get into a karaoke bar and Mm -hmm. start having to think about what I want, (laughs) I suddenly can't think of anything. I'm like, what? I I, I keep a list. I I had to do that, man. I I have a list on my
0: phone for that very reason. I should do the same thing. And you can't think of songs while you're listening to other people wail.
1: Right. Well, not just that, but also, like, I don't want to do my showstoppers. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. as I special pe- occasions pet myself yeah. on the back
1: but i don't i don't want to i don't want that to be the first one i do yeah, yeah. you got to warm up especially if that. i haven't warmed up like yeah. i don't want to do somebody to love i don't want to do you know especially when i don't have somebody else to do with i don't want to do under pressure yeah. under pressure by yourself that's weird <laughs> uh do both know. parts <laughs> right that's, that's really <laughs> tough uh so yeah no it was it was fun it was fun uh we had uh we had some pizza the kids got me uh oh. the kids and sarah they got me pizza and uh Harper picked out a little gift for me. It was like these little wall crawler like the Hulk and Thor, you throw them against the wall and they crawl down the wall. Oh yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I feel awesome. like she got them more for herself. Well, you
0: know what when you're at that age like uh, how can we make this mutually beneficial? Exactly. Yeah. And but it was fine. That Smart was fine. Girl.
1: It was super fun. Uh and uh and yeah, like then just kind of went on living my life. <laughs> you know? And now you're here celebrating with us. I'm celebrating with you guys. But what I really want every to know, week is a celebration. The are you going to go with my way? The big is <laughs> what you, the What really, the thing what I, I really want to know is <laughs> bam, 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 bam. Are you going to go my way?
0: Because
1: I just uh, got bam. to know. No. <laughs> 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 so Lenny Kravitz, <laughs> can we? Are we over him? Like is, I was never under him. I was him. never yeah. into Lenny Kravitz. Lenny I think Kravitz is <laughs> the most overrated. Fucking it was musician. all show, and
0: uh, one of my favorite things it's what is it, uh, American woman? American woman, he tries to be like this badass. I think it's just woman. American woman, it's American woman, right? Yeah, you, what have you, I been you, saying? You said American woman, American woman, <laughs> it's not, no, it's not American, <laughs> American woman, it's not Torah, Torah, Torah.
1: I mean, they took a song that was originally kind of had a little bit of motion to it. And his version is just like... I'm just going to slow it down to 45 on the record. And my favorite part at the...
0: What he's repeating over and over again. Stay away from me. Stay away from me. gotta get away. Gotta get away. gotta go. He does a very un-Lenny Kravitz-like scream where he's like... Yeah! He kind of... like His balls drop on Mike as we hear it.
1: Yeah, dude. No, I'm not I'm not into Lenny Kravitz. Nope, always I, hated I don't him. I don't get it. Fucking poser. Yeah, man. Poser. He's beautiful. With that's his fucking scarves and shit. That's right. Uh it's 90% scarves now. But I am delighted to see the kind of relationship he has with Jason Momoa, mm. who is now with his ex-wife Lisa Bonet. Oh, that's right. Jason they are Momoa's together, aren't with they? her. And the fact that like Jason Momoa is like he welcomes Lenny Kravitz into the family. Because Zoe Kravitz is kind of his adopted daughter, you know, that's right. Also when you look a relationship. When you look
0: like Jason Momoa, like you're not really intimidated by a lot of people.
1: I feel Mm -hmm. like, yeah. I feel like the get togethers when they hang out, like so so Jason Momoa has this the John Hamm quality to him. Oh yeah. I think where he's he's fun. I wouldn't say he's super talented as an actor, but he's pretty good. (laughs) But I feel like he has got to be just, <laughs> <laughs> just fucking backhanded, John. Yeah. Hamm. Just <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean that John Hamm's a really good actor. Yeah. That yeah. Jason Momoa, Momoa is yeah. not. <laughs> but like that, the thing they have in common, I feel like they're probably both just like really salt of the earth kind of guys, and that's got to make it even fucking worse for Lenny Kravitz. I know that he's Jason like, oh, Momoa, this guy's not an asshole. I bet Jason Momoa does a lot of like arm around the shoulder kind of thing get off me hey, because you, you know doing? he's taller than Lenny Kravitz <laughs> gotta get away so he's like oh, oh come God. here Lenny <laughs> and like Lenny's gotta be like motherfucker I gotta get away <laughs> perfect Southwest Airlines commercial uh, yeah yeah. Get gotta away? get away <laughs> oh that's awesome uh, yeah so that's, that's it what was your uh, what was your weekend all about what was my weekend
0: all about um, relaxing uh, Maxon Catching up on some work Actually still having to do work So not a lot of fun But uh, man some b-ball outside I'm, of I'm coming off of this high And we're up to good. no good Starting Started making trouble In my in neighborhood. neighborhood
1: I got a one little fight My mom got scared She said <laughs> You're off the limit To auntie and your uncle In bel Air." <laughs> 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 what were you saying? I moved up <laughs> to the house. <I> on was and I yelled to the cabbie, your, your home's my later. Looked at my kingdom, up. I was finally there. To sit on my throne as the, the Prince of Bel-Air. Well, that's all, guys. Have a good one.
0: No, so what do you got? That's what your karaoke warm-up should be, by the way. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Move over, Enrique Iglesias. what? I say what? what? what?
1: I said, wipe your shoes before you come into the house. <laughs> I don't kiss a girl on the first date unless she really wants it. Oh, <laughs> What were you saying, Joe? I don't even remember anymore. It was so long ago.
0: You were
2: chilling and relaxing, Max.
1: You were relaxing this
0: weekend. Oh, yeah. You watched Trick or Treat. No, just coming down. was your Halloween, man? Just coming down off the
1: high of Halloween. You, you, you dress up. Wow, Hands just touched. I know, right? You dress up. You were Burt Macklin. Uh, well... And it, your your beautiful wife was Audrey Hepburn? <laughs> well, no, no, it was uh Bert I don't, I and, don't uh, remember Bert Janet Bennett.
0: Snakehole. Janet Snakehole. Is, uh, is, uh, I don't... I didn't remember April that. April Ludgate, a.k.a. Audrey Plaza looked great. version of that. Thank you. I thought you were the vegan police at first. <laughs> Freeze. <laughs> I was like, oh, is he vegan Trying to make the FBI very clear. No, it could have been generic. Well, that's the great thing about a costume like that. You could just be, like, generic FBI guy. She could just be, like, generic... Uh, Miss, Femme Miss Scarlet from Clue. Oh yeah, uh, but no, we were. Uh, but that was
1: just a red herring. a Red herring. Oh, we did watch that too over the weekend. It's good too, movie, man. man. Oh fucking love it. Bet which is better? Oh, <laughs> Rocky Horror Picture Show or Clue? <laughs> Jesus. Better Tim Curry performance. Uh,
0: a great double feature. But uh-huh. at the midnight double feature, just favorite. Uh, Picture show.
1: All right, so we're going to be going from In the background. (laughs) (laughs) No, please continue on. You should add that to your karaoke repertoire. I will. Yeah, Rocky Horror. Um, Rocky. So uh, we surprised Harper's class. last week. Yes, that's what I wanted to ask you about. Yeah. So the Popeyes chicken sandwich. How was it? It was really good. Yeah. It wasn't. You know what? I still thought that Chick Fil A's better, Uh but this one has less hate. Behind
0: it, this is like the whole thing when In N Out yes. came to town and everyone's like, Oh, fucking In N Out, best hamburger. And we're like, oh, We've had Whataburger for the last 50 years, yeah, so bro. I mean, Waterburger, we're, we're good.
1: Uh, no, the chicken sandwich is great. Nice. So, Sorry. so we had Harper's birthday, we had or- uh, Harper was dressed up like Batgirl for Halloween. Oh, that's why. And I reached out to Howie and was like, Look, dude, we tried to do this last year, we <laughs> tried to do it the year before. Harper is Batgirl yet again. And I oh, think this think a- it would be wow. really cool if you came out as batman and like surprised her class and so he's like let me check my my calendar it's free let's do this thing nice so we put together some uh some goodies and stuff that he could hand out to the kids and we came up with this whole bit that like we were going to tell her class batman's coming to see you guys (laughs) right so like i show up and i've got this like janky like batman mask that's also like a winter hat no and and like this crappy cape and i come walk in i'm like hey guys what's up I'm Batman. <laughs> and they just all look at me and they're like, but the thing that was starting to work against me like almost uh, immediately was like the kids they were, were kind were, of into it. The kids were kind of into it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and so like, Hey, Batman, what's like, going no, on? I'm and to I'm be. like, no, uh, I'm doing great. The thing I love about these kids is that mm. you you try to like talk to them as a group as an audience. Oh no. But they then start responding as individuals. Yes. And it's beautiful. And the thing is I want to like I don't want to shut any kid down. I know. So every time one of them talks, even if I'm getting ready to start stuff, like I stop <laughs> and I'm like I I acknowledge you. I'm saying I'm going to respond to what you have to say. But I finally start talking, uh, uh, start reading this story, yeah. and it's this like early readers Batman book, and it's this whole story about Batman. At the end, the final line is, "I am Gotham's protector. I am Batman." Oh no! And so the whole the uh-huh. whole plan was, He's cute as soon as I do that, I go, "I am Batman." He's supposed to come out of the woodwork and go, "No." Uh, I am Batman. Oh! And so what I'm imagining in my head is going to happen is going to be like the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. These kids are going to turn around, see him, and just start cheering like, oh my God, that's Batman. <laughs> that's not quite what happened. Oh, There's wow. just confusion <laughs> and denial. So I, I, I didn't expect... The intensity that Howie was gonna just like, he came in oh, at he, an 11. We like frightened him. Uh. <laughs> so, so I read the last part, I'm like, I am Batman. And suddenly from the hallway, I hear, No, I am Batman. <laughs> <laughs> look, the fucking cops are here. The kids like stand up and they look back and he comes out, intruder, and does like this, the cape, <laughs> <laughs> and just dead silence. I'm like, oh, No. Guys, it's my Batman. buddy Batman. And like, nothing crickets. How old are these kids? These They're are like, like four, four and, and five year olds. Right? Yeah. So I'm imagining in my head, I'm like, oh no, these kids aren't digging it. They're not into it. And then it takes me like half a second, I go, Oh no they're all scared fucking silly right now. I don't know what's happening. And so I had to get up and I walk over to Howie and I'm like, no, look, see, he's my friend. I'm fr- fr- Batman's my buddy. And I have like the, the bucket of goodies. I'm like, hey, who wants a, a oh, goodie? No. Who wants to come up and get a goodie from Batman? Like as soon as I did that, kids are like, yeah, yeah, yeah all right. yeah, right. Oh, I'm down. Bribe them this. with the they candy. They came in. Basically. They started talking to him. Oh, no, I had a bunch of, when we did the killing joke uh-huh. in 2016, uh, we bought a bunch of little trinkets and stuff that we were giving away or selling or whatever at the front door. Yeah. And I still had a box of those. So we just gave those <laughs> still to the kids. away. We gave those to the kids, Here's man. a VHS copy For, of no, uh, The <laughs> Oh, my God. Dude, fuck you, man. Time's going to tell on that one. That's a masterpiece. time is told. Uh, oh yeah, so God. so that's uh, that that was last Dude, week. Dude, that's awesome. Harper was too scared to go up and see him. Aww. And I'm like, but Harper, but she, did she, Hasn't Howie. she seen him It's before? Uncle yeah. Howie. And she liked like, your no. Batman better.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah, I guess so. Aww. I was a little more friendly. A I little do little... have to admit, um, you were live streaming this. Your lovely wife was live streaming this. you were race. reading to kids. <laughs> I mean, let, that's happened to the best of us. You hit record before the phone is recognized. Yeah. You're in landscape mode and <laughs> yeah. end up recording a portrait video. It's and so it's funny. Horrible. It's kind of I need to save it and then change fix it. The, yeah. Fix it and then repost flip it. Flip it and reverse it. Yeah. Put your thing down. Uh, but uh, I, I came in right as. <laughs> Did you say pull uh, my, my thing out? As a, no. Put, <laughs> put your, your thing, thing down, down, flip it and reverse put the,
1: it. Is that it's, like tucking it in? It's, <laughs> it's Missy Elliott. <laughs> Is that tucking it in? It's a in? Missy
0: Elliott song. Man. Why do I know these songs? Wow, things? you've got yeah. way, way more no, versed Lizzo, oh, yeah. Missy Elliott. Missy and Elliott. Liz- I've always known Missy E.
1: <laughs> Missy E? Are you no. trying to impress? <laughs> I'm trying to impress. It. <laughs> Have you been taking lessons? He's just, trying just, to impress me. What do you I'm do, Joel? I'm, I'm
2: <laughs>
1: Look, Joel. They don't. <laughs> have... Earlier, you accused me of white guilt. He doesn't get. Like, he doesn't have medals that he can hand out. <laughs> but can't you like that. write on some stationery or something? Or... I forgot those at home. Just take a
0: picture. <laughs> <laughs> just take a picture
1: with me. That's all I need. Something from my Instagram, from my grams. Wow. Um, Every yeah. week, man. Every, Every week. week I walk in, I'm like, you know what? We're going to be better about this this time. No, we nope. don't have no. to fucking cater to the lowest common denominator. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's funny.
2: I enjoy it. <laughs> it's, so the, it's
1: fun. Cut that part out. It just happens organically. Um, that's not good. <laughs> that's, the, <laughs> the, that's the problem. It shouldn't happen organically. <laughs>
2: You just be it himself,
0: okay? That's right. You know Let him live. Myself is just live. an average person. Wait, wait, wait! Hold on. I was oh, going to yeah, say. I it. saw the live stream that you well, was recording sideways and uh, tuned in right about the time. Like, earlier, we were talking about kids who just say the darndest things, whatever, mm. and start having a dialogue with you while you're trying to read a storybook to them. Uh, I just saw some kids stand up and say Wakanda forever, and you were like Wakanda of forever to YouTube because you had to stop mid-storybook Wait, read and tell what? this kid Wakanda forever.
1: There's a kid who was dressed up like the Black Panther. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, and he stood up okay. and, he, and he, and he, okay, he so stood kidding. up and he announces, "He's like, I'm the Black Panther, Wakanda forever." And I'm like, "Yeah, Wakanda what? forever." <laughs> Which you almost said it like you know, like, like cinema piece, verite. Peace me with you, with you, and also with was, you. We lift up our hearts. Oh we lift God. them up to the Lord. It is right to give thanks and praise. Like that's the weird thing about the tablet in our head. Speaking of which, like those conditioned responses, we give it up. Give up your heart. We give up our hearts to the Lord. It is right to give thanks and praise. praise. Just like, all monotone, it just takes in a zombie-like a bit of fashion. Tone. I just change the tone a bit, and, we, and we're a cult. No,
0: you're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, speaking oh. of which. Um, Tonight's movie has wait, dude. Wait,
1: hey, what was, how, what
0: what, was it's your weekend? It was a, yeah, an, I mean, you was you a great segue, because the Catholic Yeah, but you know what?
1: Fuck. Time. Fuck you. you just, now who's you pandering? Well, I know what's coming. I know what's about to come down the pipeline, oh. down the pipeline oh. and I'd rather enjoy myself oh. for a few so minutes you more. you
2: segue-blocked him like that? Yeah, I did. Tess, what'd you do this weekend? I appreciate it.
1: What'd you do this weekend, Tess? Tess, what'd you do this weekend? Let me tell you what I did this weekend. what'd you do? I had a good weekend. My fucking Saturday,
2: question. I went to uh, Posty Fest, the yeah. second annual uh, festival that Post Malone throws here. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, AT and T Stadium, Dallas's own. It opened at twelve. I didn't get there till seven. Is Post Malone from <laughs> Dallas? No, yeah, oh. he is. I mean, he's from Grapevine, but Dallas, yeah, the you know, DFW area. I hurried
1: it through the grapevine. Pharrell was there. I
2: forgot how oh, many. James did he do happy? He did not do happy. Or uh, what? Did
1: get lucky. He didn't do get lucky. What? All he, all he did all his old She's stuff. up all night and to get sung. He, he also did uh, a, He did he did a new I'm song. Come up all he has, night Oriana, to get lucky. Lemon. She's up all night to get lucky. But I forgot She's that up he up all night to do so lucky. many great songs. Like Come to Back
3: Girl. To the Who we are. Okay. There's another karaoke. She's
0: up on night for some fun. he's up all night to get
1: sung. She's up all night for fun She's up all night to get lucky He's up all night to get lucky Will you answer my question? What was I what answered you your question You started singing Get Lucky Well, man, I'm sorry <laughs> It's a good fucking song I was telling you how he
2: played Hollaback Girl, though Oh, Gwen he played, was Gwen Stefani
1: there? No, she was not oh, but, I, mean, oh, I love he, when they do that He produced that
2: track yeah. And I, I forgot how many songs for Dell For, for Dell <laughs> I forgot how many songs Pharrell. Hey Fidel! Do. <laughs> how
1: you doing, Fidel? Fidel. He goes to a barber shop. Fidel. <laughs> oh my god. It's Pharrell. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna refer to him as Fidel for now from now on. So we've got this bit that we've come up with at Work Joel. It's Tessalem sings the hits. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we've got this whole like yeah. list of songs where Tess. <laughs> Just starts singing shit. But like the problem, what I've realized from all this is that Tess doesn't know I'm half deaf. how songs go. Well, well he, oh, he's tone deaf. Also. He also doesn't know half the songs that I'm throwing at but him. It's a hard game to play. If, so yeah. He's like, I don't know how that one goes. <laughs> Tessalum sings the hits. Uh-huh. <laughs> Listen to Tessalum Akinpellu. pelu okay. Sing Sounds of Silence. Uh you
2: forgot. Hello, uh, darkness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty I love this it. game. This is a great game. Uh, how about. Hello, darkness,
1: my old friend. Or I mean, the no, theme song that. to One Tree Hill, I Don't I... Wanna Be by uh, Gavin DeGraw. I don't wanna be anything <laughs> other <gonna laughs> than what I've been
2: trying to be lately. Or John Mayer's <laughs> No Such Thing. I wanna run through the halls <laughs> of my high school. I wanna scream at the top of
1: <laughs> Michael Jackson's Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. <laughs> don't stop till you get enough. Come on. Don't stop till you get enough. Come on. Come don't on. Don't don't stop stop Come on, Joe. Come on. Joel. Come on. <laughs> Disturbs down with the sickness. <laughs> um... <Ooh>. Oh, oh. <laughs> 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 Yes.
2: That's... Where's the other one where it's like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh Wait, it's uh,
1: Annie Lennox, No More I Love You. (laughs) Shoo-be-dooby-doop-doop-doop. Ah! I, I love you singing that way. Well. We gotta shoot that video. Yeah, we do. got would be shoot some that fun video. stuff. That'd be great. Wow, it's like with like
0: the scrolling, uh, yeah, <laughs> credits, exa- yeah, all the list of songs. I got
1: my turtleneck. Yeah, there's a fire so the candles, going on behind yeah, candles you. in the background mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the foreground. Like you start with like the blurry oh, yeah, of, of the camera yeah, 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 of the candle. You shoot shoot through f- the
0: cheesecloth like yes. they do the Barbara Walters oh. interviews. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, put Vaseline on the lens. Yeah, I know where you're getting That's the Vaseline for from. For later. Yeah. I love it. For now. I love it.
1: <laughs> this is the Editing Bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. Mine's Joel. And this is where we come to talk Tess. about movies. Sometimes they're good movies, sometimes bad movies. No matter what the case, every week we will watch a movie and then come back here and talk about it with each other and with you, our lovely Editing Bay listeners, watching live on Facebook right now. Sorry, you've had to sit through an hour of Sorry, bullshit. I dropped the phone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> don't apologize to them. It's my phone. Uh <laughs> sorry I dropped your phone. You, yeah, that's fine. Uh take part in the discussion. Go to facebookcom slash uh and uh or you can put in the search bar, put in the editing bay, find that image, of the one with the bleeding eyes. Click up Wait, are you typing? Mm-hmm. You have your your keyboards that well, I'm high. I'm doing up. it for the camera. Like, so you got to be able to see. <laughs> you look like an evil velociraptor. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing the thriller dance. A oh, yeah. Do, do, do. Uh, um, I miss Halloween already. Yeah, and let us know uh, what you think about the movie we're talking about this week. Or if you have ideas for movies to talk about in the future, oh. go ahead and put your suggestions there. So we did a little bit of changing around. We called Surprise. a little bit of an audible. We were going to do Remo Williams for mm-hmm. my, my birthday movie. But instead, mm. we've decided to push that back in honor of God. a little movie called Dr. Sleep that's hitting yes. the theaters. That's the sequel to The Shining.
0: Absolutely. And getting good reviews, I was reading yeah. today. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I think a lot of people are saying, you know, compared to the actual, the original Shining, it, it doesn't quite shine. Uh, Everybody pff, with their fucking puns. Pff, yeah. Punny fucking titles. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I've heard some good things about it. And so I thought we'd go back and we'd talk about time started it all. Absolutely. We could talk about The Shining. Uh, and judging from part of the conversation we had before we started, Ooh. I have a feeling my back is up against the fucking wall right now because uh, I'm gonna lay it out. Uh, this is a movie that my older sister and I have seen traditionally. I know every yeah. for several years. I get it. Since wow. we were kids, we go see The Shining. We enjoy seeing The Shining. I love this movie. Well, tell me about I the first it. time you guys saw it. Then what yeah. what sparked this love? The first time I saw the movie, I think. I think it was probably the first time she saw it too. We were at home. We were sitting in our living room with our our, our father, our dad, our mom, and dad. Uh, and it was just when I said our father, I started thinking about like, Lord 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 "Heaven, heaven hallowed be thy, name. thy kingdom come, thy will be done." All right, no, so we, oh, we, a, the, yeah, that's wow. the football prayer. <laughs> Was the hail mary? Was the football prayer? Oh, no, it's the football prayer. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <clears throat> so, uh, so no, I remember we were sitting in the living room watching this movie on like Showtime mm-hmm. or HBO or something, and it was. It's so funny looking back now. There were so many times like watching movies like this with my parents was a series of close your eyes. Oh yeah, oh, open yeah. them. Oh, close yeah. your eyes, and I don't know if it was better. To hear the terrifying <laughs> not thing at all. and not know what it was. This is the wrong movie like, to pull that ex- trick in. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that was how we first watched the Shining. Daddy, can I open my eyes now? And the obsession turned into I can't wait till I can actually see this whole movie. Oh, interesting. So I always enjoyed it and I always looked huh. forward to like whenever we would sit around and watch it. I was always thinking, like, maybe this is the time I get to watch this movie with my oh, wait. <laughs> a special bit of trivia. I've still never seen all of poltergeist. Because the last time I watched Poltergeist was with my family, mm-hmm. and it was one of those close-your-eye situations, and I haven't seen it since then. Wait, hold on. Wow. Want, let me get th- something straight.
0: <clears throat> how many times did your family subject you to The, the Shining? The movie,
1: yeah. They didn't... Sub- well, it probably... <laughs> I think <laughs> the once-a-year viewing of The Shining started with that. Like, Wait, how long I think it was you? a movie that my folks... I think I was like eight or nine when I first saw it. And how many and years... How, yeah, how many
2: years after did you guys all watch it together? Like you, your mom, dad, and everything. It, like, we probably day.
1: watched it like three years in a row.
0: Okay, but of that time, how many of them did you actually see with your eyes open? None. <laughs> None. You watched it three but times. Was, but
1: that was when it started. When my sister and I kind of picked up the mantle. You saw it for uh, the where first time. We would finally start watching it, and That's honestly, awesome. that didn't happen until I think I was nineteen or twenty. That's really that cute. We finally man. got together and like, I'm like, yeah, let's watch, watch The Shining. Let's get together and watch The Shining. And oh, so you're kind of honoring your would, family by we then. would go to the theater and go see the movie. And in fact. I really wanted us to go see the double feature'cause they were some theaters were doing the shining oh, and then this and then one Dr. right after right oh, oh, wow, okay. uh, and so yeah, that's and every time I watch the movie, I catch something new, Ooh, I can't I wait clue to glue into something different uh there there's a, a, just a little piece of like just filmmaking that I'll catch onto and go, wow, like that's. That's fucking impressive. Hmm. Just something that oh, there's some impressive there's, shots in here. This yeah, this movie for me is like going into a candy store for filmmaking. That like, explains. I'm just like, that explains why you love wow, it. Wow, this that is this know. is really great. It's it's not only the story. I enjoy the story. I enjoy the performances. Holy shit! Yeah, man. the performances. But it's also it's it's Kubrick's technique when, that mm-hmm. he went into this movie with, and that is where like the feast for the eyes comes in. And just being a film nerd, I'm just like in awe of what's going on what he's doing in this film starting from the first shot and how he's like he sets the tone and how he is always deliberately laying groundwork. He's laying things out so early in the movie that when they come back, oh, yeah. you mm-hmm. never have that question in your head of like, what oh, well, that's a, co- that's a coincidence. There's that not that like happened. a like, wasted No, he built that scene. When, mm-hmm. when Wendy and Danny are outside having their little snowball fight, you see the snow cat that's already outside mm-hmm. in the elements. Yeah. You see the snow that's built up to the windows. So it's they setting everything it's up. setting everything up, but in a very subtle way. It's oh yeah, not like it doesn't beat you over the head. Out. Someone didn't walk outside and like see Wendy and go, "Oh, oh I got to clean that snow off yeah. those windows, or else no one's ever going to open them." Yeah, like it's showing is better than it shows you, and that's they do such a good job with that. But yes, guys, we are talking about The Shining from 1980, yeah. uh, directed by Stanley Kubrick. Uh, the director, famous director of Spartacus, Dr. Strangelove, or mm-hmm. How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb, <laughs> 2001 A Space Odyssey, A Clockwork Orange, Barry Lyndon, Full Metal Jacket, yes. and yeah. Eyes Wide Shut. Now, did he have a hand in AI? Yes right. he did,
0: yeah, he did. I know a lot of people were like, "Oh, Spielberg took it over and did, but apparently like he was very hands on throughout the process, mm-hmm. it, it, not so much literally, but like having discussions and sending sketches back and forth, apparently like he would only fax at the time he didn't even an email b- before he died, which is so Kubrick. Uh, but he would fax notes. <laughs> I and, only uh, type in caps, <laughs> and I use fax machines.
1: Um, this movie was made for $19 million. Oh, wow, really? Uh. Domestic, it brought in $44.4 4 I didn't oh, see wow. what it brought in worldwide. Mm. Um, well, by now, billions, Joe. To. Came out in 1980, like I said. Mm-hmm. Big year for movies. Oh, yeah, what do we got? Uh, the first movie I ever saw in a theater, The Empire Strikes Back. Never heard of it. <laughs> Raging Bull. Mm-hmm. Airplane, the elef- ah. the Elephant Man, Friday the Thirteenth, Ordinary People, The Blues Brothers, oh. Urban Cowboy, Nine to Five, American Gigolo, Flash Gordon, Prom Night, <laughs> Private Benjamin, Somewhere in Time, Xanadu, Xanadu, Xanadu. Superman, Xanadu. Superman Two, Popeye, Any Which Way You Can, Used Cars, Smokey and the Bandit Two, Caddyshack, what? and Fame. Wait, wait, Smokey Caddyshack. and the Bandit Two.
0: Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. you had me excited until yeah, until got you, to that two. it wasn't three. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh. So yeah, that's this movie was uh, it's based on a Stephen King novel, mm-hmm. and everybody I think everybody knows the story. Like this is the movie oh, yeah. that Stephen King famously yeah. panned and did not like. Uh, it's where Kubrick kind of took the basis of it, but then just went his own way. Yeah. And Stephen King's like, that's not the story I made. But then you read some other articles and Stephen King will tell you it's the scariest movie he'd ever seen. Like, that really? now, at this point in his life, he's gone back and I watched it, it and he it. likes it. I'm
0: sure he can still appreciate it, but still be disappointed at the movie he saw in his head and what he wanted. Uh, and, and not giving in to somebody else's creative interpretation. But you know what? Now that we've kind of seen uh, the It adaptations, yeah. at least the mm-hmm. second part, maybe it's better uh, that he leaves. Maybe the endings doesn't seem to be his strong points.
1: Well Well, endings, <laughs> leaving things alone as well like just yeah there's i can't you know what i guess the best way i could sum it up is like the end of goodfellas i love goodfellas i think that whole movie is so great yeah oh, it is you get to yeah. the last 15 to 20 minutes of that movie though and it suddenly starts feeling like scorsese did not know where he how he do. wanted yeah. to pull the, the brakes. like yeah, yeah where to pull the break and so it gets a little like like it's worn out it's welcome a little bit and you're like all right it's time to wrap things up and in Wearing Out It's Welcome, I feel like I'm setting you up to start telling me what you think <laughs> about tonight's film. No, okay, so uh, I think you're going to find that you and
0: I have more in common than uh, maybe I was letting on. We, we both have earlier. penises. That's right. <laughs> so one of us has both genitalia. <laughs> I'll leave that to you to guess It's Tess. It's <laughs> <laughs> Only one. <laughs> but, um, no, I, I just, I have a love-hate relationship with uh, Stanley Kubrick. Uh-huh. Um What is your favorite Stanley Kubrick film? This one. This is it? The
1: Shining is is in my top five. I've I've seen seen all of his movies. I've seen seen them all. Every one of them. And there's definitely a Wes Anderson before Wes Anderson became Wes Anderson feeling to Kubrick's movies. From the
0: cinematography, uh, Mm -hmm. to be sure. Uh I, I want to say uh, probably Full Metal Jacket at least the first half of Full Metal Jacket is mine. I know that's the easy one. It was Good the most movie. accessible mm-hmm. just some sergeant yelling at a bunch of soldiers and saying a bunch of funny shit Vincent D'Onofrio. But uh, man, watching it uh, as an adult is just chilling. Yeah, uh, Much like this film. Uh the problem I have with with Kubrick is um I feel like he's a little self-indulgent maybe. I think a lot of his shots overstay their their welcome. I know he he likes mm-hmm. to he likes to um linger. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He I, I lets think he moments breathe. He certainly does, and and there is a way to yes, but not every mo- moment needs to breathe. Here's here's some of moments the need to be and I think in.
1: I think this is something that works against the flow of the film. Yeah, I think it's the transitions, especially early on in the movie. It's a Very dissolved. The trans- yeah, there are so many dissolves, which I think is a pussy, pussy way think, out. Well, not only is editor. it a pussy way out, but it also I think confuses your brain as you're watching a story unfold. That it suddenly makes everything feel like it's just kind of running together. Like, yeah. when does this moment end, and when does the next one begin? Interesting. Uh, and so, in that respect, as you're watching a story unfold, mm-hmm. like there are certain beats that I think that, as as humans, as you know, a, a, a race that is built on telling stories, mm-hmm. whether it be. In a cave, around a campfire, or in like silent movies, in an old saloon or whatever. Like We are ever telling stories. We, yeah. Kings and queens had jesters. Like, we love to be told stories, and I think that's something that's built into our DNA. Of course. That there is a structure that we subconsciously like to follow, mm-hmm. and that's something that, that Kubrick kind of subverts, especially in the first part of this movie, the yeah, first yeah, half yeah. hour or yeah. so, it just all kind of runs together and it feels gooey. Like, it feels very stretchy. Mm. Uh, And I'll give you that. I do think, though, at the same time, some of that same lingering works as you get into the Overlook. When you're in the Overlook and you're supposed to be kind of feeling what the Torrance family is feeling, that cabin fever, like, that just being stuck. Like, I feel like... This is a very effective way to get you into that mindset. Of all of
0: Kubrick's films, I think the horror genre is especially good with his style. Mm-hmm. It's a nice match because, yes, the terror comes from like, the tension and not knowing when something is going to happen. Bill and like, suspense. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Hello, children. <laughs> maybe not so much in sci-fi where he's just forcing you to stare at like a kaleidoscope for eight minutes you know, in the climax of your film. Mm-hmm. It's just Stuff like that that I feel like is a little uh, pretentious. Yeah, um, but
1: you're talking about artists, and artists yes. are nothing if not a little per- like. No, absolutely, and I don't mean that well, like here. in a really. I don't mean that in an insulting way, but I am saying that to be an artist and to be an effective storyteller, mm-hmm. there has to be a confidence that comes with it. Yeah, yeah he's, he's maybe a little overconfident. A little overconfident.
0: Well, it's because the, the 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 subtext to it is. What I, look what I'm doing is important. This is art, and you need to sift through it. And if you don't understand it, that's on you. And I'll like, I'm you not going like, to fucking there, spoon feed my film to you. There is a
1: statement that there are several statements that I believe he's trying to make as well in the course of this. Oh, movie. absolutely, he's great. There's a lot don't of socio-political. No, no, no. But I don't, I'm not even saying that that's a question of quality. Mm. I'm just saying that that is for real. Like what he's doing, and there. Oh, sure. Even as as subtle as it can feel sometimes, and as heavy-handed as it can feel sometimes there there comes a point where you do feel like all right i get it we i it. get it now let's continue on with the story yes, i un- i understand what you're trying to say uh you know about uh about racism about classism mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about consumerism i understand what it is that you're trying to say now let's continue on with the story of these people. Yeah, yeah, the dialogue too is
0: something that's very you know he's he's one of those directors that you can tell the dialogue you know like Mamet or uh, who else are we t- well I mean Sorkin's one of them as Sorkin well. but I would this is the opposite I would compare <laughs> he's this mega Sorkin
1: I would compare this it would be the opposite like what the polar opposite of Mamet where I'm going to say my line I'm going to process what you've said to me right now I'm going to respond to it and. Everybody's vocabulary, in, in an effort, I think, to make these people feel real and like you and me, mm-hmm. I think that their vocabulary is very basic. Yes. Uh, the word "fine" is uttered by uh-huh. a lot of people several times.: But I fine. Think, I think Everything's that's fine. I think that's also used fine. to describe, especially the kind of character, and, and the person that I pinpointed on the most is Wendy, the Wendy character.: Yeah, she's yeah. a little simple. And I yes. think they do that deliberately oh, to illustrate that she, she's, she's even, a simple lady. She
0: even kind of has the backwoods southern accent a little bit peeking through there and she's just a
1: sweet little doe-eyed old girl. Red the and huge. gold are my favorite colors. She's the victim, yes. The yes. Huge teeth. Like there Oh god, yes. <laughs> there are moments where I can she's tell haunting. from from just Jack Nicholson's physicality as Jack Torrance when they're making that first tour with everybody in the hotel before like they take over. Mm-hmm. And like they're showing them around, and I feel like every time Wendy opens her mouth to say something, I and maybe it's just something I'm I'm putting on it. Yeah, but it feels like with Nicholson's performance, like every time she says something, he's just like clenching his fists and like just wants her to not say anything. <laughs> I, I was so, so they. Can... <laughs> like I, yeah, I, was. I uh, was understandable. Oh my god, she's not yeah. anyone's favorite character <laughs> from the people was, that was... I've discussed <laughs> about this movie. Like what I've. I've I've talked to many folks. I've talked to Sarah. I've dragged her to a few screenings with my sister and we've had the discussion a couple of times where she's like, "Why do you even watch this?" <laughs> this is why is this a tradition that you Every, and your sister? It is a little weird. A little weird. <laughs> uh, we watch Star Wars in my family. Home right. Alone. <laughs> we watch The Shining. <laughs> a naked Christmas, Old Ladies a Christmas Stories. That's what I love. I'm there. <laughs> Decaying Naked Old Ladies. Sign me up. Absolutely. No,
0: you and you were how. saying?
2: Wendy was terrible, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to sum it up like that, but she was very simple. Like you, the difference between her and Nicholson in there, it was blaring. Yeah. Like he was supposed oh, yeah? to be, he was supposed to be in a way like all put together. But they were supposed to show over time how he lost his mind, uh-huh. and they did. They did a great job of doing that with the shots. But I see where you mean of like
1: the slow unraveling sp- of his sanity.
2: It kind of felt like. His last movie we watched.
1: The Wolf. Yes, where yeah. it was like, there was a lot of
2: drawn out scenes. And they plotting in it. Jack Nicholson film. <laughs> it was like, all right, let's move the story along. <laughs> let's get it. Let's now, get it there. But in the beginning of it, but like you were saying, and how you said earlier, it set up understanding, knowing like with all the snow and the mobile and everything, mm. that was the beauty of that. But it was also like, okay, we weren't going to understand this until later on this, in the
1: movie. This movie, this movie like put it, it does this cool thing where it gives you exposition in like the first first half hour to 45 yeah, minutes to talk you it's giving you exposition while also like planting the la- like the whole landscape of the overlook hotel into your head mm-hmm. without you even realizing that's exactly. what they're doing mm-hmm. yeah and, they're, again, they're not drawing attention to it. No, but it's just a kid, ever riding like, yeah. kid riding his oh, tricycle around. A kid riding his tricycle or a tracking thing. shot as they're walking through. Mm-hmm. See all the pictures on the wall. Them, the pictures on the wall. It's letting you get familiar with the places where you're going to be, but not so much where you feel lost mm-hmm. as, like, who, where is everybody in relation to everywhere else mm-hmm. in the it's, hotel? It's
2: kind of like how, well in, in the movie, Nicholson even says, he's like, I love this place. It's like I've been here before, yeah. even though he's never been. so. Or has he? Or has he? Or has he? And it's like, so while you're watching the movie, before you know, you're like, you know the entire hotel and where things are. And uh-huh. it's, cra- it's crazy how they do that. And the scene with the tricycle, him driving through. Ooh.
1: And then running into the Grady twins. But well, the Grady sisters. They're yeah. In the book, they weren't actually twins. They were just sisters. Oh, yeah. I was
2: going to ask you that. So have you both read the book now? No, book? I don't oh, fucking read no. it. I've read, I've re- I, <laughs> I've read I, the I book. Even, it's been a
1: long time since I've read it. So if you ask me anything specific, I probably won't nail okay. it down but uh but yeah i know that they were sisters in the book they weren't twins it's just they happened to cast twins and i think it made it creepier oh absolutely Yeah. so
2: how long after like you saw the movie did you actually read the book and like oh it was when, years when, so it when you read years. when you read the book though like did you feel like how some people were like this isn't at all like how the book was and you i'm mad about it you know
1: what it. it's it's very rarely bothered me when a book differs from the movie or vice versa. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because I grew up with like film adaptation novels. Like I read Mm. a lot of those and I had the, the Batman film adaptation novel Uh, and read it. And there's so many things in that book that didn't happen in the movie. And at first, like, I, I read, I'm like, that didn't happen in the movie. And ended up having a talk with my father about it. We had some weird talk. <laughs> but I ended up having a talk with my dad. And my father kind of explained. He's like, well, sometimes they put something different in there. So that way it makes it a little special. Like, if you're going to read the book, yeah. why would they put the exact story that you watched already? You saw? <clears> They're giving <throat> you some more. Or if you, you know, if something's different in the movie... It's because you already read the book, so now yep. you can watch the movie, and it's something a little different. And I guess that kind of sunk in. and I was like, "All right." So it's never really bothered me, like okay. reading Stephen King books and then watching the movies. Okay. It it never bothered me. Like, I feel like Stephen King's The Shining book, I enjoyed. It's not my favorite Stephen King book, but I enjoyed that book. And you. Separate, and I feel right? like Stanley Kubrick's The Shining movie, it's its based on Stephen King's book, mm. is a phenomenal piece of art. I think I think Kubrick's movie is better than Stephen King's novel. Oh, God. Yeah, I think a lot of people would agree with that. I would even agree with that. Yeah, oh, I, I just... I, I feel like that there's... You could take hundreds and hundreds of pages to try to convey what Kubrick does Completely in just a seconds. Yeah. Completely different medium. And, and you don't have to. Yeah, exactly. Like, with a, with a book, you need to explain what's going on. You can't just have a blank page because then you're, you know... <laughs> you're Twilight. Step, you're yeah. Stephanie Meyer, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie Meyer. December. November. Um, so, yeah, what what, what do you cool. have on this? I mean, I've got a few notes. Yeah? Because I feel like... I mean, we've already talked sure. this long, <laughs> a and I this. haven't even consulted any of my notes yet. Yeah, I haven't honestly. either. Well, let's talk about little Danny. Uh, Danny Torrance. Yeah, who has the, uh, the,
0: the, the ability shine. to shine.
1: What did you think? Because I know we have this thing about... Child actors. They're yes. Like, oh, usually, he's great.
0: Usually they suck. We've said before we're kind of like in a golden age of child. Oh, absolutely. Actors. Yeah, actors. Yeah, we've we've hit a stage where, get away. where
1: child actors are actually legitimately good actors. Can't get now. away
0: with the shit they pulled like in the eighties and nineties, or all these child, <laughs> where it's like, oh, little uh, Tanner, what's her name, Dorothy Tanner, There's Stephanie, Stephanie Tanner. Stephanie Tanner, mm-hmm. she's adorable, but she's not a very good actress. But look how cute she is. Yeah. Like, No, now we expect you to be able to uh, pull heartstrings. Thank you. you, thank you, Stranger Things. And here yeah. he is, this kid, like totally. Like, I got Danny lost Boyd. in it. I got yeah. lost in it. You don't... You don't, and, and how difficult must it be for him to do his Gollum thing where he's, like, talking to himself? Uh-huh. That was so creepy. Like yeah. And all it is, the entire frame is just a close-up of his face, and he's uh-huh. fucking
1: owning it, this nine-year-old kid. Absolutely. However old he was. I think that one of the things that's really difficult, even working with children in the limited uh, experience that I have, mm-hmm. is just getting them to have a discipline to their craft. Like, if you say, like, okay, I need you to just stand there and silently look. Mm-hmm. And don't waver. Just look. And like Wakanda he, forever. He doesn't. He, exactly. <laughs> That's a perfect example. Like sitting down just to tell these kids a story. And like they're all hopping up. And he's like, I'm Black Panther. Wakanda forever. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Wakanda forever. Cool. Uh, but no, he does. He's got a discipline that it's hard to find even nowadays. Um, yeah, he was the Haley Joel Osment of his time. <laughs> yeah. What are you fucking laughing at? He was, I mean no, that. No, he like, you're He's a great actor. You just not—you don't really see him around anymore. Well, and you see him. We see a lot yeah. of him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seen the movie Tusk. He did, oh, wait, no, oh, no. He did the voice what? of... He's one of the, he's the voice of the main character in Kingdom Hearts. Oh, is <laughs> he really? Yes. Also yes. has a recurring role on a Silicon Valley. Oh, does he? Oh, oh, no. Oh, wow. I That's just, saw, just saw an good. ad for he's that. He's great. Uh, so, he's good. That actor, man, that little kid is so good. The, I think that it's safe to say that all of the performances... Yes. Save for Shelley Duvall, who I no, think... You. I think Shelley Listen, Duvall is a fantastic actor. She's great, even at the end when she's being attacked. I don't... Okay, maybe... Really? Here's the deal. Wow. Maybe she's misdirected. I know... From reading stuff about this movie not the great that, Stanley Kubrick. That she and Kubrick had a very contentious relationship oh, with each right. other uh. on, on the set. So I feel like, dude, there are times where like she liked where Jack's cut. going after her mm-hmm. and she's running like a fuck like a Muppet. Like a Muppet. She ran so terribly. Like with, with <laughs> A <the> woman not- <laughs> who's gotta keep her child safe. Yes. And she just seems so like and I guess that's that's also part of like our generation now. Where a woman and a mother strong, should be heroine. strong mm-hmm. and should be able to like to protect her child. Yeah. And she seemed so like Weavish. I'm I'm useless in the face of yeah. a man. Frail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and you could be frail. Like yeah. there there could be a, a fragility, but also in this desperate time. It's, it's motherhood. There there could be a little bit a just a little bit more. It just I guess for me it felt a little too on the surface. And I think there are probably several other people that will watch that performance and go. No, I believe there's something deeper going on here. I mean, you can also explore the fact that she has been, I mean, based on just the dialogue given in the movie, she's been victimized by this man and put down by her so much.
0: I was just going to say, I feel like I forgive it for her character because we find out he's kind of, you know, he's an alcoholic. He's been somewhat abusive with his family before, his son specifically. Um, So you kind of have to backtrack and be like, okay, this... She is that way. This is the type of man that she might be attracted to uh-huh. for, for reasons unknown. Right. Um, but I buy it with that character. Because otherwise, if she's like a strong, independent woman, there's no way she... Like the, that first scene where he's just like fucking, you know, stay, get the fuck out of here. You know Dude, what he's telling her? That's
1: it. When, <laughs> when you, I'm in here, I'm when working. When I'm in here, I'm working. <laughs> And when you come in and talk to me, oh it God. breaks my concentration. <laughs> so if you hear me in here working, or if you don't hear anything, and he's like tapping. I'm in here. Yes,
2: <laughs> that was hilarious. What uh, does he say? Right he, in, how
1: about you try it right now? How about you, you try it right now and, and get, get the, the, the fuck out, out, out of here? <laughs> it's
0: like the see a strong and a better woman. She'd be like, "All right, peace, bitch. Yeah. I'm
1: out. Let to get the fuck out." know yeah. So and I you guess... a there's there's a little bit of that too when Danny shows up disheveled after going into room two three seven. Oh no. And oh, she yeah. sees him and like the first thing she says before she even sees what's going on with Danny, mm. she does say to Jack, she's like, Hold on a second, I'll get him out of here. Like and and that's it's that I key into that line a lot where mm. that the fact that she has said that, like, don't worry, I'll get him out of here. Like Yeah. Wow. That, that's like, her that's, instinct. That's exactly it's yeah. to, to, to remove him. Yeah. Instead of to bring the family together. Yes. Uh, yeah, good call. Can, can I talk about the film from like a fifty thousand
0: foot view or whatever they please. say? Yeah. Um, what do you think is going on here? What is the? And I don't mean like the themes
1: that Kubrick's introducing. I was, gonna, I was about to ask Let's talk you about the, same the story, thing. the plot. What's is happening? It, is it a man who's battling his alcoholism mm-hmm. and it's driving him nuts? I think that's the theme. Is there a supernatural element? Yes, at work here. Yes, that's in like influencing him as well. Mm. Is his his. His diminished mentality because of his 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 addiction Uh, his addiction and isolation is that making him more susceptible Mm -hmm. to these supernatural forces Mm -hmm. to start to influence him. I think that's absolutely what it is. Yeah, that is what it is. It's a haunted hotel.
0: Yeah, basically. Yeah,
2: it's like. um, Did you ever see American Horror Story and how? Well, with a lot of those seasons, they have the first. Oh, I watched the first season. Murder house. I did watch the first. Yeah, season. Murder House, where basically everybody mm. who died in in the house, they their ghosts came back, they stuck yeah. around. It's that's what I that's the feeling I was getting from watching The Shining. That, yeah. that was what was kind of happening with everything. I think Just that's like, sex because I couldn't. Well, that yeah. Everybody was <laughs> fucking an
1: American Horror Story. Oh, nice. But, yeah, they're still fucking. <laughs> in, you know? Yeah. Is. <laughs> hey, is Lady Gaga still in the, it?
2: No, she she was in the, la- Lady Gaga. She was in the Lady last. Gaga. two, But this season right now, um, 1984. Pretty good. You should check it out. George like Orwell?
1: Is, That's... That, is that the Orwell book? 1984? I thought it was 19... Yeah, yeah yeah, 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 it? yeah, yeah. That is... Yeah, yeah. That so is it's Orwell. American Horror Story Orwell? No, it's, it's just set, set in a year. Oh, it, it's animal said, Farm? No, it's, it's, it's pulling a stranger thing. Pigs and yeah. cows fucking... It's American Horror Undead Story. cows?
0: Oh <laughs> stranger Things. Oh, okay. You'd
2: like it. I feel like you'd
1: like I it. I probably would. Yeah, there's a cool. lot of shit that I haven't been able to watch yet that I'd probably really like. No, but that's, I don't know if that's exactly where you were going, but yeah, yeah that, that's yeah. what I was like, what's at work here? What's going yeah, on? it
0: does seem that way. Mm-hmm. And then uh, coupled on top of that, there's this whole supernatural thing with the, 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 the ability that he has. And then yeah. I guess a certain, they're almost like X-Men. And a percentage of the population Scatman. that can shine. They can uh-huh. talk telepathically and... Dick Halloran. Uh, that seems to be about it, right? That they could just communicate telepathically. You yeah. want some ice
1: cream, Doc? <laughs> is, nah, I, I loved him. That's Yeah, he's great. Well, not just that, not just his perf- his performance, I like the character. but also the way he's, he's directed, but oh, yeah. his performance, the way that he communicates with Danny... I love it. I think is yeah. important. Like it that's was. super important I think from a child psychology standpoint mm-hmm. that he never seemed to talk down to Danny yes, talk to him like as a adult. child. He just talked he talked to him as yeah. an adult and it, I I loved the moments that he had. it makes me so sad that he didn't have more. Because other than that, all you do is you see him in his sexy apartment. <laughs> with, <laughs> with, I love that shot. as this, this slowly pulls back.
0: And I will admit... Scatman. Scatman Caruthers. There's a lot of humor in this film. And, and uh, I do like um, How I Learned to Love the Bomb. What's it? Uh, Dr. Strange? Uh, Dr. Strange. I, I, I like that one a lot. That's maybe my third favorite. I did too. Uh, of the Cooper. Dormammu.
1: <laughs> I've come to bargain. And he keeps <laughs> right. going back into the same thing, right?
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Doctor Strange, love. Oh, did I say Doctor Strange? No, I said Doctor Strange. Okay, I I was making. I totally did that thing where you say a thing, and I make it sound like it's it's another thing. It's so funny. It's fun fun to be funny. Uh, (laughs) I like to be liked. (laughs) (laughs) I like to be liked. I put two Two on on top of two. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god! Um, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> uh, Scatman Crothers. Scatman Crothers There not oh, a whole lot of humor. It's not a lot of humor. Um, but yeah, that that shot as it slowly pulls out, and he's got like the uh, foxy brown <laughs> above the TV, <laughs> and, then and then the reverse they flip the shot. He's got another one above his bed. He's just sitting there, legs akimbo. Um, man. But I think it says a lot you that they I... only share that one scene. And yet, we feel that connection between those two Absolutely. characters to the rest of the film.
1: I think also it, it can be played, and I think that a lot of people would take it as humorous when they see the inside of Halloran's apartment. But I also think what that's doing—oh, yeah—it's speaking to culture, you know, and sure. and and how and and Jack Nicholson kind of talks about it. Jack Torrance has one quick little bit where he starts drinking, He's like "White Man's Burden," Lloyd, oh, "White yes. Man's Burden," and what? and just like the the classism. And and going back to the message of race and, Mm -hmm. you know, the elimination of culture, especially the Overlook. You look at the Overlook and it's so homogenized and, like, it's so plain. Mm -hmm. But then you get to, like... You know, Danny. Uh, you get to the Torrance apartment, and mm-hmm. it's a lot like that. Mm-hmm. But then you go to Holleran's apartment. It's full of culture. It's full of color, even at night. Flavor. It's full of color. It's full of flavor. It, it speaks to the kind of character that they're trying to build with Dick Holleran, mm-hmm. who's a man of the earth. He's he's almost yeah. ethereal himself. Yeah, like an Obi Wan Kenobi yeah, kind of character. Very much so. Yeah.
0: That'd well, be... so, speaking of like uh, cultures. Uh, Do you know the theory about like whole Native
1: American vibe that the Overlook was built on a Native American burial ground? He
0: throws that in there—a very Stephen King thing to do, by the way. I almost feel like it's like supposed to be in the Pet Cemetery universe. I feel like that's on
1: a Stephen King like checklist. If you make a movie based on his book, he's like, "Well, (laughs) you've got to talk about the Indian burial ground." And I think Kubrick's like, "We got it." Oh, Just, Just throwaway line, Barry. Can you put that in your line real quick? Just <laughs> say something about an Indian burial ground. No, but
0: I, I kind of do think it's important to the the history of the hotel. But then also, yes, there's a greater theme there. Some th- uh, theorists will say about uh, taking over a culture. It's <laughs> Keeping the the remnants of it around, but yeah. having like destroyed the foundations of it, uh-huh. kind of like what we did when we right. when we landed here, and co-opting exactly. Um, and there's there's a lot of scene. There's that scene of him like throwing the baseball up against the wall. And if you look at Dude. the wall, there's a painting. It's kind of like a Native American painting. There's supposed to be some subtext there. Mm-hmm. Uh, all uh-huh. all sorts of little things prepped in, and even all the way to the photo at the very end and the date that it's like yes. Independence Day, July Fourth, uh-huh. nineteen
1: whatever twenty one. Oh yeah. Uh, and some significance there. Do you th- Okay, so what do you think is the explanation there? The whole, like, you've always been here, so... you've always been the caretaker, that picture's on the wall, it's in a very prominent place. Mm-hmm. You would think that these people who have been here in this hotel for a month know. would have seen it. Hey, at you're something. that guy. Hey, doesn't you, that, that are looks you related like you, Jack. To... Yeah, exactly. So wh- what do you think is going on, or do you think he showed up in the picture after yeah, all was said and done? I
0: kind of feel like he, you know, it's almost like his spirit got absorbed into the hotel, and now he
1: is one of the many ghosts that haunt the halls like everybody else in that he photo. would be the next Grady like the next person who yeah, comes he's that has always like been the caretaker a diminished mental state mm-hmm. he would be the one that brings him into the like the bathroom to clean him off and stuff which by the way that yeah, fucking scene is I was, so good I was, just, I was oh, like can we dude. talk about that racism yeah. <laughs> 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 right oh my god Okay. okay yes. Yeah. That's... let's talk about this scene so <laughs> he's pa- bringing in outside forces so pa- yes. to this situation so I
2: paused this movie <laughs> from leaving from work and I'm like alright let me go home finish the last hour of this movie to where he's in the bar. In the, the, what's the name of the bar? Grady. The Gold, the gold Room. Oh, the Gold Room. Yeah, the Gold Room. Yeah. That's where he meets Grady, who is the old caretaker. And that's the thing. An amazing scene. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Leads him into the bathroom. Dude, an amazing the scene. The work Nicholson's doing
1: in that and scene, that where t- he starts like getting information, he's like, you're, Wait. D- 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 Gr- you're the caretaker of this. No, sir. I know I'm, you. Yeah. He's <laughs> yeah, like, I, he's like I, And just he, seeing the wheels turn in his head as he's like, Wait. Yeah, <laughs> you,
2: you kill your wife and uh-huh. both of your daughters. Like mm-hmm. everything that he's doing in that scene is amazing. And then I just... had to correct that. Yes, yeah, I didn't kill that him. Shows, he corrected that. Them. Shows where, then just out of nowhere. <laughs> do you know that your son is actually trying to contact a <laughs> 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 And I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Wow. <laughs> hey man, so, it was 1920s. So
1: <laughs> so it's that, but then you do catch Nicholson's reaction. Yeah. Like R- Nicholson's R- almost like Wait, why did you say uh, that? A nigger cook. Why are you saying <laughs> like, that word? Isn't that important? Yeah. Uh, th- that I uh, I, throw you I, I hit that part and I was <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, is, I hit that part and I was this like. This will be a topic that we'll that be talking and was, about.
2: And I instantly almost got my phone out and texted you like, <laughs> what Joe, fuck? what the fuck <laughs> am I watching? <laughs> why is this in all the movies? Was that a, <laughs> why <laughs> this is this in all the movies you choose? This is heart conditions all over what? Next week it it wasn't in bay? Wolf. They didn't say it
1: in Wolf. I gotta go back and watch Fist, Fist of the, the North
0: Star, they didn't say it in that. Next week, Amistad on the editing bay. Coming soon. Give us episode. free.
1: Give us free. <laughs> and then the week after that, American History X. Oh, no. But, oh, no. But
2: no, I mean, other, I mean, other than just it catching me off guard, that is a great scene yeah. that honestly set up a lot of crazy stuff. But to me also, it's like he switched... So quickly, like Grady switched yeah, from like what they were talking about to like. It kind of went to you need to now go kill your mm-hmm, go kill your family, mm-hmm. and that shit was crazy.
1: Like <laughs> he needs to correct them, mm-hmm. not kill them. That's a total no. Rest. I get you. I think I, it's for me the Grady switch was a little more. It read a little more subtly uh, because once it, I guess the point of that scene is that Nicholson or Torrance rather, Jack Torrance finally fig- like. Yeah. He's finally giving in to his madness, like he's finally letting go to those final shreds of what he had. Mm-hmm. The things that were connecting him to his son and his wife mm-hmm. are gone, like they they've gone away at that point. And as he's accepted his madness, that's when like the facade that Grady's put up is like, okay, now we can be real. Now let's talk about
2: this. Okay, that makes more because in watching it, I was like. I was with him in the entire scene, but then how he just goes to just so extreme Uh and like yeah, now you need to correct your. (laughs) Let me (laughs) let me let me
1: ask you, what what did you think when Nicholson was like you know pissed off at his wife or whatever, and he goes into the bar and he's like, I would give my soul for a beer, yes, and like and and then looks up. And suddenly there's a bartender behind the bar. That was amazing. Yeah. That, that was
2: amazing. And then Lloyd. <laughs> Lloyd. Greatest Lloyd.
1: goddamn bartender from Timbuktu <laughs> to Portland, Oregon. Or Portland, Maine, for that matter. Yeah. Hey, somebody's seen this a few times. <laughs> I think I reversed that, actually. But, yeah. Women. Can't live with them. Can't
2: live without them. <laughs> Great line, man.
3: Great lines. Great Great line. <laughs>
1: I just love the way he presents himself like that whole like that whole weird like masculinity that he always projects when mm. he's with Lloyd in the bar. Yeah. That's okay, Lloyd all yeah, right. Yeah. I like the way I like to know who's buying my drinks, Lloyd. Fair enough. Yeah. He, like there's always this like respect. Like he doesn't show much respect to, to anybody he, definitely not his wife no um, no but he does to to Ullman Mr. Ullman mm-hmm. who's supposed to be his boss yeah his superior and then like other men like he shows yeah, respect that's a good point to the other men I,
2: yeah, you're right about mm-hmm. it. it's comes part of in, the message. When it's, she comes into the bar, like right after that, what he says to
1: her. Yeah, <laughs> I do love though the line where she comes in after he's had this long conversation with Lloyd in his head, and she comes in with a bat. She's talked with Danny, and she's yeah. like, "There's someone. There's a woman in the hotel, and she tried <laughs> to choke Danny, and he's got. There's. It's just this like reactionary moment, silence, where he looks at her, and just goes. <laughs> Are you out of your goddamn <laughs> yeah. mind? That's nice delivery. <laughs> it's a good delivery, those, uh, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's deliberate as far as like the humor behind it, but it, no, so it those, definitely yeah, happens. The, the delivery, parts in that. yeah. Poor Shelley Duvall, man.
0: I don't know who to feel more bad for, her or uh, or Halloran. So, yeah, what, Halloran. is that his name, Halloran? Well, poor Halloran. Halloran, dude. Halloran okay, so now talk real, on, real quick, James. You talk about uh, Stephen King not right. having his fingerprints on this a lot, but. Um, that is one thing in a Stephen King novel where he's like he you will he will endear you to a character you will follow this character all the way. He will George I, R. R. Martin that shit. I fucking yes, exactly. I saw it coming a mile away when we when we kept cutting back to how many like where he is now. Now he's on the
1: plane flying back. Now he's in the ca- now he's which, in the snowplow which they backloaded way too much. Yeah. They really should have introduced like the Shining call from Danny to him. Earlier in the film, so that you forget about it by the time, and not just forget about it, but dude, it seems like everything starts to go downhill overnight, and this motherfucker gets on a plane mm-hmm. at eight he lands he lands in Denver from miami, yeah, to denver and like so and this is in nineteen eighty you know, like six so there so, yeah, exactly, so he what at that that night he had to have gotten off the phone with the forest Ranger guy, yeah and been like. Yeah, okay, thank you. Boom. And then immediately ran to the airport, yeah. got on the first flight, the <laughs> first so. red eye flight, yeah. got in the air. The <laughs> fact that like there's this storm that we keep hearing about from everybody yeah. Yeah. and he's able to land in that ship. There there isn't an airport closer. <laughs> so he's gonna drive. Five, five so and it's like, okay, first off, he's gotta drive five hours from the airport uh-huh. to, to Durkins, that yeah. I think yeah. that was yeah. the name of the place yeah. uh to get a snow cat. Then we see his ass drive the snow cat to oh, wait, first we see his, his he's driving the car from the airport to Durkins, yeah. gets the snow cat, drives the snow cat to the overlook. This poor motherfucker <laughs> all that just goes died. through all that, walks in the door, <laughs> he's in there for ten seconds, well, listen, that's on him gets for, fucking
0: killed! And, and, gets, and catches an axe to <laughs> the, the fucking chest! That's on him for just yelling willy-nilly, <laughs> <laughs> is anybody here? Hello? That, like, he knew what was in danger, he knew
1: the danger, Like that's why, why he got on he, the like, plane. And fl- and that's, yeah, exactly. Where's your fucking shining now, <laughs> Scatman yeah, Brothers? So he couldn't see that? <laughs> He couldn't Jesus. see that happening. He talks about it earlier in the movie. He's like, we see things before yeah. they happen. Maybe, little Dan- <laughs> Maybe you should see the axe coming towards you. <laughs> Just- well, Danny could have given him a heads up. Nope. And well, then- Danny was gone. No, and then it was Tony was taking his. Oh, place. Can, we can we
2: talk? about that? Tony, because,
1: the because, little boy that lives in his mouth, because he's Tony. Because, <laughs> that's oh, so man. creepy. Someone that, was an altar boy. That, that's. A, <laughs> that's I've a, got a, I've got this, a little boy living little boy in my who mouth. Lives
2: in his mouth, then hides in his stomach when people try to look in it. And the mouth. fact that
1: that's he right. tells that to his parents, and his parents are like, okay, okay, we're, okay. we're cool, we're cool. That's, that's all healthy. we need to and, know. And she
2: doesn't think until about like. 30 minutes till the movie's about to end be like, you know, maybe we
1: should try to take him to the doctor and check on this kid. <laughs> which which is my favorite Nicholson. Deli- this movie I think is a complete it's a tour de force for Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. His performance is this is my favorite yeah, Nicholson performance this is amazing. in anything that he's ever done. It might be right. And this scene where she goes to see him and she's like, I'm going to go talk to your father. <laughs> watch your cartoons. I'll be back in about 5 minutes. Nope. And uh okay, and so she goes <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, mom. Oh no. Okay, Mrs. Torrance. Yeah. Why are yeah, you, you, you
1: make him sound Hispanic? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> that was unintentional. Oh, wow. So, uh, so she goes down and she's got the bat, and that's oh. where she sees the all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Oh my god. And keeps. <laughs> and, and and this is another one I'm going to give you to be fucking. Like, okay, you see the first one. Yeah. See the second I know. one. Oh, oh, See the third one. It's like, like, I get, like, work it in threes. Like, you see three of them. Okay, that's something to worry about. Yeah. But it's like she keeps, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I know, she's still surprised. <laughs> it's like... To the point where
0: fucking Jack Nicholson is able to sneak up behind her. Yeah. She's still fucking flipping through them. <laughs> what do you think?
1: But that's when he has my the line that I love the most. And Which one? Please don't get the wrong impression. <laughs> this is a line that I have been quoting around Sarah. A lot. I'm not going to hurt you. in the past two years, where, in the past two breath. weeks, where, where I'm like, Wendy, <laughs> darling, light of, of my, my life, <laughs> I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. Yes. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your fucking brains in. Yes. i want to bash them right, right the, the fucking. Fuck <laughs> it's so scary. It's not that's so amazing. much that that's what I want to say to my wife. <laughs> it's that I love his delivery yes, of that. Yeah. And amazing. the thing is, you know, as as a married couple, as people who have to like, who live together, share a living mm-hmm, space, mm-hmm. there are times where you get frustrated with one another. And to me, I feel like that is a funny way yes. to express it. Sometimes, where she's like, "Hey, can you go get me this?" I'm like, Sarah, <laughs> darling, <laughs> light of, of my, my life, life. <laughs> I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna get your diet
0: coke. <laughs> Well, first of all, Shelley Duvall needs to choke up on that bat a little bit because she's not going to be sweet. <laughs> she's going to hit herself with exactly. it. Like, and I love even Jack Nicholson's form. like, "Stop swinging that bat around." Just <laughs> Stop <laughs> Stop like fucking tired Stop of swinging it. Swinging that bat. Uh-huh. Second of all, I love when she starts kind of getting sucked into it all too, and when the ghosts start appearing to her, and yeah, she sees yeah. the blood, and she sees the twins, uh-huh. and she starts hearing Joe. We were talking earlier about the Catholic voices. Yeah, Hail Mary, full of grace, Lord, with you, bless my. There's that moment there where okay where you see everybody on the banisters and stuff yeah yes, like, and yeah. you're hearing that it's almost like an an incantation and then the dog giving a guy a blowjob it's, uh, the dog in the <laughs> bear what, what the what fuck the, what the fuck so okay, I that's don't a know Kubrick thing so I don't know what that what happened yeah. in that scenario like I, don't I can know. I'm pretty sure I got an idea about what the Grady situation went yeah. down pretty sure I you know but the lady in the bathtub so, so didn't happen too so good in room two thirty seven Grady's yes. wife, yeah, that's uh, wife that's Grady's wife in two thirty seven that's Grady's wife okay. So but here's the deal. This yes. is what I'm getting from
1: that. If you go back to the conversation that Holloran is having with Danny at the very beginning. Oh, did they meet, where mention they, it? Where they talk, he talks about, he's like, some places just kind of, you know, leave a trace. When bad things happen, Uh, traces are left behind. And, you know, sometimes uh, there's a whole lot of bad, you know, in a place like mm-hmm. this. Uh, And so what I'm thinking is, this is the Overlook Hotel. The guy, uh uh, what's his name? Allman talks about how they had all oh, the best yeah. celebrities and oh, basically God. kind of building up the fact that like this was a house of debauchery uh, at some point or the, another. Yeah, gotcha. And so when she's walking around, she's seeing like the some crazy, of the the, the crazy the, shit, the that, crazy shit that has happened in this hotel. One of those things is obviously a <laughs> dude dressed up like <laughs> a, a bear prayer. giving somebody a blowjob, which seemed to non second It's very it's it seems unnecessary, and yeah. and that's another like there. As much as I love this movie, there are very few things that I'll pinpoint out and go. This was unnecessary. You could take this out of the movie, and it's still just as good a movie, and it's less confusing and it's less off putting. Like that is kind of off putting. Where you're like you're doing that to shock people. Yes. Uh, all right. Cool. And. It's it's not something I look forward to. If I were ever to, to do like a super cut of this movie, yeah. I would obviously take that but out. But you know what? He does that with the audio all throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Like there's so, like, oh, I'm just talking about a dog giving a guy a blow. No, joke. I get that. I would but, take but, that out.
0: But you're saying like that, that that's too far, that that's just fucking with the audience. And I'm, I am would say the audio is, is just fucking unnecessarily with the audience. Really? Well, here's the thing. So yes, if you take that soundtrack, what you were saying earlier about like you know hearing is actually worse than seeing. Yeah. Yes, there's mm-hmm. some. I had to, I had to watch this movie with a remote in hand because like I'd have oh, to turn wow. it down constantly. It, loud screeching, annoying noises. Like, oh, as Danny's trying to call across the to, throughout the uh, film. The E30 well, well, gets to heller- but uh, the sound design is is very intentional here. But it's also um, yeah. It is uh, upsetting, unsettling in its own. Boop, there's just, boop, yes. Boop, well, from the very first note, boop, 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 boop. Or right off the bat, like you're kind of being uh, aud- audibly beat
1: over the head. There's, well, okay, so there's that. It, there, there's the sense that you're being beat over the head. I get that. There's something about the sound design to me mm-hmm. that it enhances that feeling of isolation. Sure. That I think that that bomb bomb bom, monotone. Like there's there's nothing else accompanying that, mm. which I think I like uh, helps kind of give you this sense right off the bat that mm. like this is a story about isolation yeah. and someone going crazy because of it. Uh, but I do understand too at the same time that as an audience, you know, there has to be an experience, and in, even in a movie that's going to challenge you, it has to be. It has to be pleasant. <laughs> like there has. Listen, to be, I don't even it, mind that. It can't that it's, be sloppy. No, I, I don't I even think mind. I follow s- though. No,
0: you're right. It is hard to listen to, but it's done to great effect. But my point is, you could put that soundtrack underneath any imagery. And it would sound just as dis or it would feel just as disturbing.
1: Yeah. Uh, like you you could guys, I encourage you right now <laughs> take the soundtrack to the shining and put it to like anything. Wizard of Oz. Let's test that that theory and see if it has the same effect. Well the Wizard lion roars the third time. That's <laughs> Dude, when the, you play. The shining soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I did not realize that this movie until just now, I didn't realize this movie was like two and a half hours long. Shit. Yes. And like there are moments like this movie gets to certain points of the story where I'm like well, okay, there's only like 10 minutes left in this movie. Oh, yeah. And I'll go and I'll look and i go, holy shit, there's still an hour left? What happens? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm very but... familiar with this film. What happens? The fact that they're able, they've stretched the final chase of this movie mm-hmm. for... to almost a half hour, 45 yeah. minutes, is a little astounding. You know what, though? I
0: I I like. I, I know exactly what you mean. Yes, it feels like it goes on, on forever, but...
1: Uh... I don't know. I,
0: I like the pacing of that. What I love is how they're setting up to it throughout the entire movie with these title cards Yeah. where we're getting like, you know, uh, what does it start off like? Uh, winter, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then it's five months later. A month later. And then it's later. one month later. And, and then, then it's s- a week later. Wednesday. And then it's Wednesday. Saturday, and then it's Tuesday. Yeah. And then it's like 10 times, o'clock. Yeah. yeah. yeah now you're yeah. getting into times and so it starts you're to, feeling it start to compress. coming in on you. And yeah. it's a very claustrophobic uh, and
1: effective way to, to kind of pace this movie out. Uh-huh. I love that. Uh, that 's what I it did right, I think that the uh, along those same lines, what follows the title card <laughs> can 't get this out is either a shot of Wendy and Danny or it 's Jack
3: mm, and so
1: like you either see Wendy and Danny and they 're usually doing something without Jack yeah. or it 's Jack oh, like descending more into his ladder. madness mm. and I love the the one shot where like where uh, Danny and Wendy are out and they 're like doing the snowball fight. Mm-hmm. And then they just cut to Jack inside, yes. them, yeah. and he's just watching them, and you're like, it's nice juxtaposition. Holy shit! Yeah. Like, and right. he's the one that loves being there. Yeah, but, <laughs> right. but He's not having, fun. but he like is not aren't. having fun. No. Uh, and then there's also when he uh, he's like throwing the ball against the wall or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, Wendy and Danny are in the the hedge labyrinth, the yo, hedge yo, maze. Yo, yeah. And then he he's comes over to them. the he comes over to the the model. And there's that it, shot that makes it seem it like he's pushes watching Pushes in and then watches him. Yes. Yeah. Just visually, A lot of great yeah, camera no, work it's in this. Fucking great. Um, the guy who plays Ullman, this is just a little bit of fun trivia, the guy mm. who plays Ullman mm-hmm. is an actor named Barry Nelson, the first actor ever to play James Bond in a made for TV version of what? Casino Royale. No way. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 from I
0: think the 50s. Did he have that hair too? Cuz He yeah. still had that hair. Motherfucker looked like Phil Hartman yeah. in an <laughs> SNL. Skit. Oh yeah, he did. Jesus.
1: Have you ever seen the documentary Room 237? You
0: know what I wanted to ask you about that cuz I almost watched it before um rewatching this. Yeah, yeah I wish all I, sorts you of, should you should check it out. All sorts of oh, wow. theories about uh the uh, but, but some unsubstantiated, right? I I haven't heard, seen the film but I've heard that it's more about the people than the theories themselves.
1: Okay, well, no, there's some of the theories. There's definitely a lot of the stuff going on with the people, but it talks about like the layout of the Overlook Hotel and some of the stuff that should lead you to already think that there's something amiss going on here, that maybe even well, the people that work at the Overlook when Jack goes to interview for the job don't actually exist. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah. You know what? There is that one shot of that one guy uh-huh. who's...
0: Uh, in. In that scene where he's telling him, you know, he's offering them the jo- the job at the very beginning, Ullman is, but he's also saying, "Oh, I should probably tell you about this guy who uh, lived here and murdered his entire family, by uh-huh. the way." And there's the one guy who's sitting with him the entire time. Yeah, they only cut away to him once, uh-huh. right after he starts telling this story, Yeah. and he's looking at Jack, kind of like, "You you don't know, like like this is some serious shit, uh-huh. like." This
1: is the moment where we're telling you this. I hope you say yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they talk about when Jack first goes in, and he talks to the girl at the front desk, and she's like, first door on the left. Yeah. So Jack's walking down. If you're following it, Jack's walking down. There's people getting on an elevator right there. So Jack then takes a left where the elevators are and immediately takes a right where the office is, and he's looking in Ullman's office, and behind Ullman is a window that looks outside. There should be an elevator shaft there, so mm. so so people have talked about like the geography of it and oh, interesting is the Overlook Hotel like yeah. a, does it does it change? That sounds like it's, one of those things where like I've been on set like where it's a tinfoil like, foil hat. Uh,
0: we need to, well, it's like we need to get an angle, but I need some natural lighting, so we're going to place it next to this window here. Yeah, like that sounds like uh, more one of those. Although Kubrick's not really that type of director. Yeah, he's I, very intentional. Everything's about, deliberate. Yeah. Oh man, you want There's some horror stories coming out of the making of this film, just like. Uh, the, uh, hundreds of takes making the same actors do the exact same thing over and over oh, again like wow. a hundred times
1: oh. and then using like the last take when they're finally frustrated and tired. They kept rewriting the script Oh no! to the point where like Nicholson stopped memorizing his lines. Like yeah. whenever they'd give him a script he would just tear it up. Like, why bother? And he's like, it's just going to change anyway. It took like a year to film the movie right Principal now. photography was a year. Yes. That's, That's insanity. <laughs> and also, and this is part of the reason why, just that scene where he's in the bar and has his scene with Lloyd Yeah, was a, what was it, 8 a.m., a 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. shoot. Oh, no. What the f- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. What the f yes. Just that scene? Yes. And not even like... Just that moment. So yeah, you you have shoots like that, days like that. It's going to take you a year to finish your movie. That's why everybody seems crazy. See, they, uh-huh. they were saying Shelly Duvall's hair was falling out.
2: Oh no! Funny enough about her, did you know she's from Fort Worth?
1: No, the right. Fort Worth's own Shelley Duvall.
2: That, found that out about her. Her <laughs> <We're in> post <laughs> while alone. I'm, while I was also looking <laughs> like the. Tr- <laughs> while I was looking next year, we're tree, going to Shelley Fest. They were talking about um. Like who's uh, they? In uh, some of the people who commented on it, you know, uh-huh. uh, in the, uh, about the movie, you know, they. And one of the, one of the guys who the uh, well, like his synopsis or whatever. Well, not synopsis, but his take on it. He said that it seemed like the movie, like there was a lot of scenes that were shot in it that they cut it down. Take bro. it down. So mm. it's like you saying that taking all day like that for uh-huh. one scene that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, bro. Into that, so. It's like, were there more scenes that probably would have been? Oh, in God, probably. Probably, finish.
1: knowing Kubrick. But yeah. the thing is, like, the American version of this movie is the longest version. Mm-hmm. Which, from what I understand, isn't always the case. That usually, like, if you get a European version it's of a director's movie. director's cut. A yeah. director's cut, like, it'll be longer. The The American version of this movie is the longest version. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, and like, this USA USA It's something we do right <laughs> we sit through long movies we got the longest movies. movies fuck you Avengers <laughs> <laughs> uh, alright what else about this movie you guys have anything else that's all I got about this
2: the last thing I wanted to talk about sure um, Tony Tony and uh, oh Tony uh, so, so, okay.
1: I guess with you it would be Antonio No,
2: oh my god <laughs> <laughs> the fuck up. Hey. No, no but see so when he goes from danny Wendy. To, when he goes from danny to tony and he's like yeah i'm i'm tony now mom or or uh mrs mrs torrance yeah danny's not here anymore uh-huh. so how did he go from that to where they're running away from uh from jack nicholson at mm-hmm. this point they get into the bathroom and all it takes is for her to be like throw him out the window, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and then tell and then tell him to run for him to just turn back into Danny. Yes. And he's Danny for the rest of Could the I, lucky year. I don't, I don't think them.
1: he was Danny throughout that. Oh, I think, think so? he was Tony. I think he was when he's, Tony who had taken back-tracking over. Back-tracking but, when he's yeah, when steps? he's doing. Th- I don't think Danny you, Torrance oh, would have been smart enough that's what I, that's to what do that. I think that's about, a Tony thing. I
2: was like, he wouldn't be smart enough to, oh, you know what? I'm just going to step back in my tracks. I didn't think about that. So, But... But but when Scatman Carruthers dies uh-huh. and he catches the axe to his chest and he <laughs> screams and gives up his location. Yeah. That's where I was like, Yeah, that's a Danny move. That's Danny. Right. <laughs> like, hey, that's right. That's not Tony, that's Danny. <laughs> and because he runs around, he's like, Danny and he hops out of out of his <laughs> hiding place. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on at this point? That was the one thing that was the one thing like that and the Grady scene where he switched where I, where I didn't understand like how did he switch from mm. Danny to, t- to Tony yeah, back yeah. to like Danny, which is what I didn't understand? But if you're thinking that he I was feel, Tony the whole time, I feel that like makes sense. at
1: that point, once once Danny goes into room 237, uh-huh. I think he's Tony until the end. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he's basically Tony until the, the end. The next time
0: we see him, no. Uh, but then No, there's scenes where he's, he's talking to Danny. There's a yeah, whole scene he has where he's talking with Danny. Yeah, with, with uh,
1: Jack Torrance. After, was- after he goes into room 237? I think so, right? No. Does that happen before? No, he has the scene before where he yeah, goes to get his before. fire truck. And yeah. he's like, you wouldn't and hurt us, like, right, yeah. Daddy? Yeah, that's no, way before. That's I way wouldn't before. hurt you, son.
0: That was way before. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, he didn't have many Interesting. more scenes talking he did, no, it, no, he
1: didn't.
2: Well, so then, that brings us to the whole reason why we've watched this
1: movie, uh-huh. the sequel that they're about Doctor to Dr. Sleep. Mm-hmm.
2: Is he going to be... Uh, it's like, is he Tony still in this movie, or is he Danny? That's I crazy. Think that's definitely oh, a relationship that's
1: being explored. If you see the trailers to the movie, I gotta watch the trailer again. Yeah, man, nah. now, now I understand. You should watch the go. trailer again. And if you haven't, guys listening, you should definitely watch Ready Player One again because there's a fantastic oh, homage yes. to, to The Shining in I that. Love that. So there we go. The whole, um, the whole chase through the hedge maze, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is just. A fucking great bit of filmmaking. Yeah, it's a little long. Yeah. Uh, it a little is repetitive. A, little, it's a little long. But I get it. Do you think that it is diminished when we cut back to Jack frozen in the hedge maze? No, I think that's such a we jarring edit just... that I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I mean, like there yeah. are there are
0: several like jarring edits like that, like the one I mentioned earlier, and sometimes like you, they'll just hard cut out of a scene. Yeah, to uh-huh. another one, and uh, that's kind of part of the horror of the film, yeah. where you literally don't know what you could see the next second, uh-huh. and there it is. It's horrific. Who got Jack
1: out of the freezer or out of the uh the pantry? Oh, Mr. Grady. Grady, right? Right. Mm -hmm. But who see, okay, so I've got these I've got these questions, and it has to do with room two three seven and with the pantry. Okay. So uh so Wendy gets pissed off at Jack because he's the only other person there Mm -hmm. when Danny goes into room two three seven. So did Danny actually get roughed up by Jack? or was he seriously actually roughed up by a spirit of an old lady in room 237 and then on that same token was uh was jack actually let out of the pantry by grady mm-hmm. Or was there something else at work? Or was he also
2: making out with that lady when he was <laughs> there? Yeah. I was like, did yeah. that actually happen? I,
1: I, I wish I could have been a fly on the wall for you watching that part. <laughs> um, like, oh, yeah. When, like, finally, when some Jack, action When Jack goes show. in and this beautiful woman gets oh, out the of the Oh, yeah, man. Oh, my
2: God. I was like, oh, my. Oh. Because I looked away.
1: For <laughs> like, a I looked,
0: movie's was like, this movie is getting well, better. She yeah. got that 1980s pubic
2: hair. Oh, my God. I looked away for a second. That I looked out. I oh, naked lady. <laughs> oh, like tits. And then it got really bad
3: <laughs>
1: very
2: soon after
0: that. It went downhill quickly oh yeah. god <laughs> things escalate
1: was oh, because I'm curious what the physical presence was <sighs> yeah, if that put go, the key mm-hmm. into the room 237 door mm-hmm. and opened it and then opened it for Danny to go in yeah. or what opened up the pantry because we hear Grady's voice mm-hmm. and Jack makes but I always had this impression that that's the thing that's going on in here yeah. not outside so, the
0: same thing with the little girls rolling the ball towards Danny Like, was yeah. that, did that actually happen or yeah. was that in his head is it something in his head huh? did the blood so,
1: happen that's another thing. And the blood is. from the elevator? Yeah, it well, it'd but, still be in the carpets. Like, blood
0: stains are notoriously difficult to get out. This is one of those
1: movies that I really wish so there hurt. was like a the next morning. Where like, <laughs> where like emergency fucking... workers and like cops show what up. What the hell like, Or just Allman, the boss. Mr. Allman shows it's up like, at I... the end of the winter and is like... <laughs> four months in. Again?
0: All
1: right. So would you recommend The Shining?
0: Hell yeah man. I would. Yeah, it's I would. uh even though I have my my quibbles with it and uh quips. just yes, there you go. Stanley Kubrick in in general, uh, he's not one of my I, I wouldn't say he's my favorite director. Like mm-hmm. I will take David Fincher over Stanley Kubrick Oh, anyway. sure. Like they're very similar. They 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 make their actors go through, you know, uh several takes. They're notoriously perfectionists. Uh-huh. Maybe not the nicest people to get along oh, with. Sure. Um, but uh, both make great At the end of the day, films. they make great films. Exactly. I just happen to prefer David Fincher style. Gotcha. Um, and it doesn't have anything to do with the uh, the, the edits per minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, pacing. Pacing is an issue. Yeah, sure. But yes, having said that, it's classic. You gotta see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: definitely. I, I'd, I'd recommend it. I mean, with all of the um, references that people always tell me about, I now understand them. <laughs> so... And I'm a person who loves reference, so you need to go back and watch this movie to understand a lot of things. Oh, for sure.
1: I, obviously, I, I would recommend this movie. Yeah. I was going to try to fuck with you guys and be like, I don't. I don't. <laughs> uh, no, I absolutely. I think that even with its shortcomings, the things that I point out that don't quite work for me, even considering those, I think this movie is a masterpiece. Uh, I mm. think just the 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 method that went into making this film, uh, the 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 techniques uh, of setting up that just. The anatomy of each scene it is, is meticulous. Just like, it's yeah. so, it's the kind of work I wish that I could do. Uh, and also the performances, just off of Jack Nicholson's performance alone, yeah. I feel like Jack Nicholson could have just been, it could have just been Jack Torrance going crazy, going crazy mm-hmm. and it would have still been worth the fucking price of admission. Yeah, true. Uh, what did this movie do right? Casting, yeah, great cast. Yeah. You said it already, but uh,
0: not just Jack Nicholson. That little kid, Danny's fantastic. Yeah. Danny Lloyd, Man, Credit's was fantastic.
1: Shelley Duval's there. Um... <laughs> <laughs> the guy who oh. plays Duke in the Rocky movies. <laughs> <there>? <laughs> that's right. Um, it was. A,
2: it made for a very eerie movie, which mm-hmm. is what it was going Fuck for. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So I think that's what it did right. Like it made a good horror film, and I don't know how many horror films were really going on at that mm-hmm. time. Or yeah, there many. were a lot. So this came out like, the
1: same year as Friday the Thirteenth.
2: Oh, okay. but was it before, or after, like Halloween and all of them? When Halloween, I, I think, like came out before right? this, right? Yeah, yeah, Halloween 80. came out right before yeah. this. It made for a good. It's a good. I don't want to just say horror movie because I mean, in horror movies, yes. people are dying. Sounds, sounds logical, pedantic, nowadays. but it's like, yeah, it's it's a good. It's a very good eerie movie in the feel that he was definitely going for. He completely like accomplish.
1: I'm going to piggyback on that because I think that what this movie does right is it takes something that we can all relate to mm-hmm. and takes it to another scary level. Like being someone who likes to write, like I experience writer's block all the time and the frustration behind it or, you know, being a father and, and, uh, and, and living, you know, having a family trying to raise this family up and the frustrations that come with that mm-hmm. and that, that sometimes that feeling of like, you know what, just giving up would be so much easier mm-hmm. than doing this, but sticking with it and still like having to to push down those misplaced feelings of resentment. Mm-hmm. So them taking that and then building like this really scary story. Like I said, yeah. this is a movie that I've brought Sarah to a few times mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure that she has had those thoughts where we've gone to see this movie and she's thought, is he trying to tell me something? <laughs> is he trying to <laughs> warn me like that this, this could happen? Uh-huh. Uh, but I think, I think taking that thing that is something that I wouldn't say universally felt, uh, but I think it's something that could be widely understood and felt by people, and they can identify with it and then see where it can go completely wrong. Mm-hmm. I think that's what this movie does right. What does it do wrong? Um, Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> no, uh I, listen, I
0: understand it is a work of art. The tone that he sets uh, is un- unprecedented. Like I said, Stanley Kubrick I think works best in this genre where um he's really trying to amp up the tension and and make you feel that isolation and and kind of slowly drive you crazy with the film itself. Mm-hmm. The downside is that you have to experience, you know, he uh, a lot of his dialogue scenes like like to go on. They feel very unnatural. Um it's all there for a purpose a- a- as long as it is Everything's very intentional, and I don't know that you can really cut anything out because it all kind of contributes to this feeling of uh, of unease. But watching it in the moment, it's uh, there are scenes that I just wanted to be over. Like, yeah. let's just move on with the story because I already know where it's going. I'm in. You got me. Yeah. You don't need. A, I don't need a third shot of little Danny riding his tricycle around. Let's fucking yeah. cut to the chase. You I know? understand it um, literally. So he he gets in, gets in his own way. <laughs> I, I, I feel like he's a little self serving. Okay.
2: Shelly Duvall. Oh, oh poor Oh, man! I hated That's all come. of her scenes. I hated all of her scenes. Yeah, her voice in a lot of them. <laughs> it was.
1: I could see that. Like she, I can, I can see both sides when it comes to Shelly Duvall. Like she, made, I liked her.
2: You know the biggest thing against like horror movies, how they say they look so cheesy and everything. Yeah. yeah. That's what she did. To this oh, she in brought my, the cheesiness. In my, she did the running, like you said. Every, like a rag doll. the last 30 minutes where she's running with the knife she's literally just literally <laughs> yes. holding well, and then, the entire time it, like, it's, it's right. like the
1: Muppet show Like I I feel like if they pan back and I just saw somebody with their arm in her back <laughs> I wouldn't right. have been surprised
0: <laughs> Yeah, you're, she's got the knife she's running with the knife and then they finally get free and the
1: first thing she does is fucking toss drop it drop the
0: knife bitch drop hold on to that knife you yeah. might need that later
1: hold on to it anyway. no I got you yeah. uh, okay so what I thought that this movie yeah. did wrong uh, I think some of those attempts for Kubrick to like shock the audience, mm-hmm. I think it worked against him. I think it, it shot him. He shot himself in the foot with like, look, there's a guy in a bear costume uh, giving a dude a blowjob, and yeah. and oh, check out these people, and, and and now the the descendant of man is look at this crazy thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, that's that's unnecessary. Uh, it's kind of like what you were saying before we started recording, where you were like, there's a little bit of a self masturbatory aspect Ocean. to this yeah, movie, yeah. and I agree with you on that. Um, and I think that's kind of what this movie did wrong. So, even though I play, agree. and you're like, the thing that this movie did wrong was Stanley Kubrick. I I, I agree to an extent. Yeah. I also think that that's one of the greatest things that this movie had going. for Oh, absolutely! It too. This yeah. movie without
0: him, this movie is uh, is unknown. It could have been ruined if Stephen yeah. King would have had his way.
1: Has anybody seen the made for TV version of this? <laughs> no. Oh, that's With right. Stephen Weber. That's who it was. I yeah. there was a made. Yeah. yeah, there was a made for TV version that I I don't think I've ever seen. I'd like to check out and see how it compares to this and the book, but uh, why I mean, bother! Why? I'm not why gonna make. It, for I'm not gonna make you guys do it, but well, because, dude, there was that in the fucking nineties. I remember. Like suddenly we were it. lousy with like be, because of it. And The Stand. Suddenly they were yeah. like, we need to make movies of all of Stephen King's stuff. And that gave us the fucking Langoliers, the Langoliers and the Tommyknockers. It's yeah, yes. like, these are so bad. What's the yeah, virtual like, reality? Uh, uh, lawnmower, the lawnmower, lawnmower Man. man. Yeah. Yeah. Lawnmower Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Like they started doing shit. It was almost like James Bond movies where like they would make a whole movie based on just a word that was said in a novel. Sure, right. uh, that's what they started doing with Stephen King stuff. Like, just let's get everything. Uh, all right, so if we were going to remake Let's do The do Shining now, how would we do that? Anybody have
0: any themes we can get out of the way? Themes? Nope. Uh-oh. Uh, Uh-oh. Ah, Tess got a theme. Kind of. Kind of? Kind of? No, not really. Okay, not well not, then we'll just not go, not, go not, back not, and forth. Not, not uh, okay. Okay. I've got six on my recast, starting with Ullman.
1: I have seven. I've got oh. four. Starting with Lloyd the Bartender. Oh, Lloyd the Bartender. Oh, you, you do it. Oh, okay, I know no. how I'm going to do it. Go ahead. All right, my Lloyd the Bartender be played by Steve Buscemi. Ooh, that's oh, good. Ooh, okay.
0: I've played a bartender before. How about Chris Cooper for me? Chris Cooper's good. Mm-hmm. All right. Anybody? Nope. Do okay. all right, cool. uh, how about Ullman? Ullman. Uh, I have
1: George Clooney as Mr. Ullman. Ooh,
0: interesting. I like that. I want Bradley Whitford uh,
1: exclusively for the hair. That's good. <laughs> he definitely has that shining He's got hair. got that hair, man. <laughs> Did you cast Ullman? Not Ullman no. not either. All right. Grady? I've got Grady. Did you cast Grady?
0: No.
2: But I know we're gonna. I, I'll have the next one. Okay.
1: I know. Who do you have? I got Stephen Toblowski.
0: Stephen Toblowski You know, really good. not that Shit. be great? That's really good. He's fantastic. I, he even looks like
1: that guy. I went with Edward. <laughs> I went with Edward Norton. Oh, I like that too, oh. dude. Yeah, somebody kinda, who like went crazy. Yeah, uh, I love that. Okay, who would you have gone with <laughs> for Grady? Uh, Colin audible. Bruce Willis. Bruce, Will- oh. Bruce Willis is a good choice. <laughs> Actually, that's, not yeah. bad. that's pretty good. That's a good choice. He, he would man. take a role like that nowadays. Cool. Uh, where do you want to go next, Halloran? and yes. Dick uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, Tess,
2: I'll go. Um, R.P. to the late great who just passed away, John Witherspoon. John Witherspoon. Oh, uh, I heard about that. And, and man. we
1: need to do something to honor him. We Yo. haven't done. We quote Friday next Friday, like all the fucking time. <laughs> he Friday barely, after next, he barely a
0: next Friday. <laughs> and I'm in the kitchen, going the kitchen, <laughs> eating up all the in food in the goddamn
1: refrigerator. <laughs> um, Nobody go in that bathroom. For the next 35, 45 minutes. 45 minutes. minutes. Rest in peace. Open the (laughs) windows. So that's good. That's a good Halloran, though. That's good. I
0: went with uh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, He's. I've got the shining. Danny. I went with Forrest Whitaker. (laughs) Oh, 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 Danny. 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 With his lazy eye. Danny. 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 You got to shine. I could talk to my grandma. (laughs) All right, here we go. Let's Danny. All right, Danny Torrance. Who's ready to do Danny? I went with uh, Jacob Tremblay. I use him a lot. He was in that Bad Boys movie. Yeah,
1: Good Good Boys. Good Boys. Is that what I say, Bad Boys? Bad Boys is Mike, (laughs) Mike, I almost said Mike Lowry (laughs) and (laughs) and Marcus Burnett. (laughs) That's Bad Boys. Yeah, Bad bad Boys. boys. Oh,
2: Good Boys Um, is what I meant. I went with Finn Wolfhard.
1: Oh. I went with Gatton Matanzaro. Oh, Another uh, Stranger Things. Yes, sir. I like it. Why not? All right, so we've got our Jack and Wendy Torrance. Little diddy. My Jack and Wendy. <laughs> Wendy, um
0: I wanted to find somebody kind of based on that look because I don't think that character is the same without c- kind of the look so do you know an actress named Ileana Douglas? Yeah. You know her? Yeah. How about that in that role? She's
1: a great actress. Mm-hmm. She could totally pull that off. She's definitely she was in the indie scene in the nineties. Oh yeah, she was so much in the indie scene. Mm-hmm. Who's your Wendy?
2: Um, I went with someone from another movie that gave me a feel like this mm-hmm. and I got some Michelle Pfeiffers in there. <laughs> what about the Michelle Pfeiffers? Oh, uh
1: all right, so I think in today's day and age, you can't get away with having a, a female character mm. like how she is in this movie. Uh, she has to be a little bit stronger. Mm. Uh, so I went with, with uh, Demi Moore. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, age appropriate. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So that brings us to Jack. Jack. Uh, Jack. And uh, and I think that the, the chemistry, the juxtaposition, if you will, mm-hmm. between her and my Jack Torrance I think would kind of work out. Yeah, My Jack Torrance would be William H. Macy. Oh, that's great. Into me more, ah, that's
0: a power couple. Uh-huh. Oh, I love that. Well, I just
1: think that she oh. obviously, I think, would be a little more physically imposing yes. than he is. So and... to see him turn into something that scares her, wow. that would be a danger to her. Hell yeah. I have lots of love to give. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: would be his version. I'm a
1: very... I would treat you so good. <laughs> oh I would be good to you. Oh,
0: I'd love to see him do that. Yeah. Uh, well, I went with somebody who... Uh, you can see he's kind of got multiple personalities in a film called Splits. I'm talking about James McAvoy. That's... Uh, how about him as Jack Jarns? That's a good
2: one. Well, I think so. Okay. I went with <laughs> I went with somebody who I just recently saw in a crazy movie. Um... From Taxi Driver, I went with Robert De Niro. Do you know Robert De Niro oh. was originally
1: one of the choices for Jack Torrance Shut in this movie? Really? I can really? see it. Stephen King, I guess, uh, vetoed it. He was like, "No, what? I don't think the, that I don't think he amazing. worked." De Niro, who? But yeah, yeah. He De Niro was actually originally up for the role. He would have been great. <laughs> that would have been great. How he just wrote, he said there were no Japanese yeah. actors for <laughs> Joel to mispronounce. Thanks. That's what it did right. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, who's, uh, who's directing? Oh, I've got to, so how about Paul Thomas Anderson? Oh. Paul Thomas Anderson mm-hmm. is good. Speaking of William H. Macy. Exactly. I went with Ari Aster, the director of Hereditary. Mm-hmm. Hey, *Midsummer*, Nicely mm-hmm. done.
2: Who directed, um, Wolf?
1: <laughs> that would be the guy who directed, uh, The Graduate. <laughs> what, what, what was his name? Yeah. Uh, uh, oh I man, like it's graduate. off the top of my head, man. I just. Wolf. Oh, shit. Mike Nichols. Mike Nichols. Is his name.
0: There you go. That. I'll go with that guy. All right, (laughs) it's got that kind of feel, doesn't it? Guys, let us
1: know what you think about The Shining, what you think about a recast or just scenes that we've talked about. If there's stuff that we haven't talked about that you're like, guys, you didn't touch on this, the most important thing about The Shining. Let us know, facebook.com slash Editing Bay or in that search bar, put in the Editing Bay. Find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that and that's where you could talk back to us and uh, let us let us know. Let us know what's going on. Tell us what kind of movies you want us to talk about in the future. Mm-hmm. We've also got a website, right, Joel? We sure do. <laughs> yeah. Editingbay.com. We have Entered nineteen
0: ninety nine. Editingbay.com. dot mm-hmm. Our Twitter handle is at the Editing Bay. Patreon dot com slash Editing uh, Or just EditingBay.com. dot com. Why
1: are you employing the Stanley Kubrick pacing on this right <laughs> there we now? Go. Just the facts, man. Building suspense, man. Yeah, that's What'd pretty go? good. Um, that's it cool leave us a rating and review on your podcasting app (laughs) trying to wrap this up five star rating would be fantastic Uh, and then just a review let us know what you like about the show Uh, and even if you have some criticisms you could let us know about that just make it five star criticism and we'll be dandy if you leave anything less than five stars you're a dick and we don't want you listening to this podcast anymore don't be a dick farewell yeah don't be a dick like Tess says be like Tess. Don't don't be. A I want to be like Tess. Uh, I want to dress like Tess. I want to I want to be like Tess. Uh, <laughs> all right. So what are we going to do next week? Well, next
0: week we're going to do what we were supposed to do this week, right? We're, we're wait, do is that, a, uh, what, it's a Your it, pick.
1: Why don't you pick another one? We could
0: well, just because I'm going to be out of town. Well, we'll, well so, what we'll we'll are we going to do it. when you come back into town? It's a secret. You'll have to follow us on EditingBay.com. Oh, or add to the editing bay on Twitter man. Or, or Facebook. And we've also got
1: we've also got uh, Patreon, right? And Patreon. Did you talk about that slash editing? We sure did. Did you? I did. did I miss that? I did it. I was completely glossed over How could you miss it with my glacial I was, pacing? I was going back at that. <laughs> glacial pacing. Uh, Good band all, name. So, uh, So I guess that's it. Tess, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, no, I just want to say um, happy
3: birthday again
0: to you, Joe. Oh, oh yeah! Thank you very much. You welcome. Man. I appreciate it. Welcome. You're welcome. Like- <laughs> <laughs> welcome. welcome. Welcome to welcome another to year of, of life. life. Yeah. I appreciate that. You're like that. Benjamin Button. You're getting younger <laughs> as the years <laughs> go older. Uh, <laughs> do you have anything you want to plug?
1: Nope. Just nope. you, my friend. Man. Happy yeah. birthday. <laughs> happy birthday to you it or happy birthday to good. me. Yeah, this one's gone on long. So, uh... <laughs> Tess, thank you very much, sir. Yeah, Thanks, um, Tess. Thank Jeff, you, thank, you thank you, sir. Guys. Joel, always a pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. Guys, we'll see you next week for Remo Williams. The adventure begins. to <laughs> <Wakanda> forever. <laughs> what forever. of forever.